Welcome back, Imaginers. Today is the second part of the episode on how to direct your brain to reach any goal. In the last episode, I talked about the three steps that I use to reach a goal. Step one is to write down the goal and add a time frame. Step two is to identify the steps that are part of the goal, kind of all the sub-steps, ideally working backwards because that's how our higher brain, where all of the long-term goodness lives, stays active. And then step three is to put the steps, the sub-steps in your calendar. This all sounds like a great plan until the time comes when that action on your calendar comes up. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about some some habits and then some actions that you can take to actually create that completion element because You're going to write down these steps and put them on your calendar using your higher brain. But when the step comes up on your calendar, most likely your lower brain is going to kick kick in. And remember, your lower brain wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and be efficient. And given the alternatives, things like binging TV, ideally while lying down, even better with some snack foods. Those are always going to seem like better choices than to do the action that's on your calendar. Even if you know it's going to help you reach your goal, your brain is always going to offer you that there's a better option in that moment. And sometimes it'll depend on what time of day the action is aligned to. You know, if you're a morning person, you might have some actions in the morning and those You just follow like clockwork, but maybe if you're a morning person, the afternoon comes and you look at your calendar and you have some more actions and that's when you decide that sounds like a terrible idea. So I want to give you some ways that you can help to train your brain to honor what you have written down. Now, this is a process. It's not all going to happen perfectly the first day, the first week, the first month the first several months, perhaps. But it can help the process to help teach your brain, both lower and higher, (laughs) to honor the plan that you've written down, honor the steps that you wrote down. And again, those steps were created with your higher brain where all of that long-term goodness and best intention lives. So we actually want to honor all of the magic that's in there. Because it's actually our higher brain that helps us reach our goals. But our lower brain, we tend to spend most of our waking time on autopilot, is often trying to intervene and run the show. In the first episode, I talked about how your lower brain is like a three-year-old. And it's screaming and it's saying, I don't want to do that. I don't feel like that. And yet... We wouldn't let a three-year-old drive the car. We wouldn't let a three-year-old pick the destination. And when we 
let our lower brain run the show, it's going to simply find a way to avoid pain, seek pleasure, and be efficient. So I want you to remember that this is what's going to happen a lot of the time when the element on your calendar, those sub-steps to reaching your goal comes up. That's one thing that's going to happen. The second thing that can sometimes happen is that you'll have written down these sub-steps to reach your goal and you'll realize that you haven't allotted the right amount of time. Or the sub-step that you thought was one step is actually five steps. That's okay. All of this is okay. Nothing has gone wrong. But that's another element that can come up. And so we're going to talk about those two things as really the, in my experience, the biggest obstacles that that happen when you're using this process and then how you can plan ahead of time using your higher brain (laughs) to overcome those in the moment. Now, they may not work every single time. That's okay. This is a new process and a new approach that most of you listening are probably learning, or if this is a process that maybe you have tried, then you're going to continue to hone it. But this definitely took me time. It's something that I continue to work on. It's not, it's not foolproof yet, but these two, these two obstacles and then planning for those obstacles with what I'm about to talk about has really helped me overcome when my lower brain tries to take over in that moment. So let's first talk about, generally speaking, your lower brain trying to take over. And again, it'll sound like this is a terrible idea. Why did we write this down? I don't really want to reach that goal. You know, I could push that timeline out. Oh, you know, my friend called and wants to go get coffee. I haven't seen them in a while. Oh, there's something good on TV. Oh, I just heard about this show. I need to start binging. I'll just watch one episode. You know, I really need, I really need a break. I should go get a snack or some or a drink. Oh, it's so beautiful outside. Maybe I should go for a walk. Your brain is going to offer you all of these things. I should just throw some laundry in. Maybe I'll just Google how to reach my goal and see if anything different comes up. I better do some more research. All of these are your lower brain trying to be efficient, seek pleasure, and avoid pain. Because our lower brain thinks that anything that's different or new is a threat. So anytime we are working on building a new habit or even taking on a new process or approach, Our brains look at that as a threat because it's not efficient. And there's usually some quote unquote pain involved, right? And the pain can be something as simple as we've never done this before. And so it's always going to be looking for known quantities. And it knows how to lay on the couch with bingeable TV and snack foods. It's really good at that. So just know that it's going to offer you these other alternatives, and that's okay. Nothing has gone wrong. So just knowing this is going to come up 
you hear me talk about this over and over, is such a game changer because it's not you. It's not your lack of willpower. It's not your lack of discipline. It's not your lack of know-how. It is simply your lower brain. So the thing that I have put into place that really helps me to overcome those lower brain ideas is to, when I put the step in my calendar at a certain time on a certain day, I will put a thought that serves me that I know has worked before. So for example, I created this goal with my higher brain. It could be a thought, you could literally write down, sometimes I just put that in my calendar with the to-do item. So I'll have the the action item that's a sub-step that I'm going to take. And then in the same block in my calendar, I will put a thought for my future self (laughs) that I know is going to help combat the lower brain trying to take over and be efficient and seek pleasure and avoid pain. Sometimes I'll write down something like, this step gets you one step closer to your goal. Sometimes I'll write down, this step is important. You can write down whatever thought you think will serve you in that moment. And it could be a general thought, or it could be something specific about that step. I will know more after I take the step. Maybe that's why the step is important. But think about in the moment, what will help you get kind of back into higher brain so that you can overcome your lower brain in those moments and put it with the item in your calendar. This has helped me so much. And again, it doesn't work 100% of the time, but oftentimes I can switch back into higher brain simply with a thought that I have created with my higher brain and it helps my higher brain turn back on in that moment. So that is step that is one one of the steps to help overcome the two most common obstacles that are going to come up when you implement this process to write down the goal Write down the substeps, put the substeps in your calendar. So, sort of obstacle way to overcome first obstacle number one is to put a thought with the action item in your calendar. The second thing that's really helped me is to, if I am in that calendar item and it, it is a step that really is multiple steps, it's not a problem. I will simply take 30 seconds, 60 seconds. I mean, it doesn't take long and write down. So the calendar item comes up. I've got my my thought, my higher brain thought in there that this step is important. I start doing the step and I quickly realize that it's actually five steps. I only have an hour blocked and I can't get, I can't get the five steps done. So I write down what the five steps are and I tackle one of them or two of them. And then I mark that item as in progress. 
And again, if you write this down in a physical calendar, you could highlight the ones that are still that are still in progress that you didn't complete. And then I'm going to talk about kind of how to assess at the end of the week. But for now, we we realize that it's actually multiple steps. It's not a problem. We complete what we are able to in the time that we have allotted. And then we basically push forward the other steps. The challenge usually happens with both of these sort of obstacle overcomers. When we decide that any of the obstacles in our way are a problem. You've heard me talk about the fact that our brain loves always and never. Again, it's efficient to categorize information as always or never. And so you can imagine if you are testing this out, working on this new process, beginning to implement it, if you face obstacles, your brain is going to offer you, see, this doesn't work. I knew this wasn't going to work. And so what I want to help you do is have some things in place so that you can hack those thoughts that your lower brain is going to offer you. So hack number one is we want to include some thoughts in the calendar item of the to-do. And obstacle overcomer two is to reassess in that moment if the item is too big and to write out the steps that you can determine and just push those forward. Mark them in progress. It's not a problem. Now, over time, you can imagine as as we move along in this process that we're going to be learning a lot along the way, right? And so I want to also offer you a process to assess what's going on. I like to do this once a week. I tend to do it before I start my list for the week that's coming up. So I do both of these on Mondays, generally speaking. Sometimes I do it on Sunday. Depends on what if my Monday is really busy. But I put a block of time to plan my week. I have my, my steps to reach the goal. And then I start just adding the steps you know, for the week ahead. Now, before I start doing that, though, I do a little assessment of the week before. And I simply look at, I go back into my calendar and I look at which things are still in process. And I think back to, and you could take notes along the way if that helps you. I look back at what happened here. Did I not realize there was multiple steps in place? Uh, was there an interruption? Did, did I just give in to my lower brain? Again, none of these are problems. They're all learning. All of this is just data and learning for the next week. But it can be really helpful to do some evaluation and assessment and then tweak. Again, maybe if I realized that there was multiple steps involved in what I thought was one step, 
Then as I'm planning my next week, I'll decide and think maybe a little bit more. Are these really single steps? Or are are there more even sub-steps that I thought was one step? Sometimes this happens to me when I am learning how to do something and I don't exactly know what is involved. I try to create some parameters so that it's not just a (laughs) free-for-all because you can, you know, you can end up down a rabbit hole uh, with things like research. So sometimes if I'm learning about something new, my sub-step will be research these three sites or research what are the top three approaches or something like that. And I'll kind of give myself a container so that I stay in the time I have allotted and I leave with basically an outcome for the time. If you're like me and you've spent any time, if you if you are still in corporate America, if you spend any time in corporate America, I watched a lot of sort of busy work go on that didn't always have an outcome that was clearly achieved. One could argue a lot of the meetings were fit into this category. <laughs> Reports fit into this category potentially. So I want your items, your your sub steps to help you reach the goal to have a clear outcome. So instead of, you know, a calendar item that says, you know, work on better understanding this technology. My sub step might be research the top 3 services for this kind of technology right? Make it specific. And that's going to help also direct your brain even more as you start to execute on these sub-steps to reach your bigger goal. And again, we're just learning along the way and we're going to continue to tweak. If you have any questions about this process, please reach out to me. I would love to chat with you. It This taking uh, this lens has really helped me to keep my brain so much more directed than it used to be. And when the distractions and interruptions and all the squirrels in the world sort of come at me, I can quickly pivot back to my my sub steps, my calendar items and know exactly what to do next. You know, they say that when we're interrupted, it takes us on average of 26, I think it's 26 minutes to get back on track. 26 minutes. Think of all the time that is unfortunately being spent getting back on track. And this will really help you when you, again, do face those distractions, which we always do, to go back to this is the outcome I have for the next hour or the next 30 minutes or however long your sub-step is going to take. By the way, if your sub-step, sub-step takes more than an hour, I would highly encourage you to break it down into smaller steps, even if it's part one and part two. Our brains tend to, even in deep work, we can only focus for about 45 minutes. So do part one, take a little break, do part two, take a little break, come back and 
go to the next step. If this episode or any of the episodes have been helpful, would you do me a huge favor and rate or review me on whatever your favorite outlet is? I so appreciate hearing from you and finding out what is resonating so I can do more of that. You know, in the meantime, I'm cheering you on to the life and career of your wildest dreams. Go out there, set some goals, and then use these objection overcomers (laughs) to hack your brain and continue to reach them. Take care, everyone. If you want to start creating the career of your wildest dreams, sign up for my weekly email at kylamartinconsulting.com forward slash inspiration. This is your destination for uncovering your purpose, removing any obstacles, and creating the career you imagine.